Hey friend, I have a super special treat for you today. Today is a podcast bonus and I'm actually doing some live health coaching. I'm doing this so you can get an inside sneak peek of what it looks like to work with a health coach. So you can gain perspective of what it feels like to have someone in your corner to help you identify those obstacles, those mindset blocks that are holding you back from your healthiest you. Our goal here is intentional harmony and coaching is a personalized strategy so you know what it takes to implement an action plan that you can use as a lifestyle instead of yet another unrealistic diet. So these mini coaching episodes is what it looks like to work with me. If you love this and you know you could use some support, check out the coaching options at inspirehealthyharmony.com. So today I have my friend Kim Porter joining me, and I'm so excited that you have agreed to do this. Thanks, Kim. Thank you, Jennifer, for asking me. This is going to be fun. It is going to be fun. And I'm going to, I'm going to confess something. I do plenty of coaching. I've never done live coaching on a podcast before. So I'm, I'm going to confess, I'm a little bit nervous just about the fact that this is recorded and it's live coaching. What do you think? Don't be nervous. It's a piece of cake. <laughs> it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Um, so uh, you, uh, you have some things going on in your life. You guys have a brand new edition, and I've got to hear about this new edition. We do. We have a new grandson, and he's eight months old, Aww. and he is precious, just growing up a storm, and um, he's just very, very cute. Of course, I think so. <laughs> oh, he's cute. No, I've seen pictures. He's definitely cute. I can, I can confirm that. I can confirm that. So if I ask you, like, what's your main health goal? Does it revolve around this new addition in your family, around your grandson? It does. It does. I think God gives you babies at a smaller weight so you can get used to them <laughs> growing. And then that way your muscles can grow as they grow. <laughs> because, <laughs> you know, remember when our kids were little, it was really taxing on our backs and our arms and stuff. Yes. Yeah. And so I just want to be able to be able to pick him up and have strength and run around with him in the backyard and just have a good time as he's growing up. Oh, I love that. And what an amazing goal. And to have that, you know, we talk about like your why, you know, why do you want to get healthier? Why do you want to reach a certain, a certain level in your why is just so you can have fun with your grandson and play and be able, be able to pick him up. Um, and you're right. I think God gives us um, babies when we're young for a reason. I mean, our, it's just different. <laughs> it's different. So it sounds like um, strength is a goal of yours, but also like having that natural energy so you can keep up with the demands of of a little guy. Is that right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Good. Good, good. I love that. That's a that's such an awesome goal. And um, I've heard this from other clients as well um, who are just like you and they've got grandkids and they're like, hey, I want to I want to reach some goals because I want to be around for my grandkids. I want to play and have fun with them. So let me ask you this. Um, as you're, you know, uh, you really try to be your healthiest self. And I know that this is something you've been working on. So what are those little things that you're doing for self-care to support your health? Um, I call those wins. Like what are those wins that you're, that you're doing right now? 
Yes, I am because um, I guess when about a few years ago, um, I had some issues with um, with my health and I was pre-diabetic, they said. And so I got on the train and the health train and I'm like, I'm going to change this. And so what I did is I started trying to change my diet to eat healthier and um, that helped. And then also oh. I added in some exercise. I got a trainer um, and I started walking and that has really helped. Oh, I love it. I love it. Um, and I love how, you know, you referenced you were pre-diabetic. You know, I don't know that everyone realizes pre-diabetes, even diabetes can be completely turned around um, because of our lifestyle choices. And so I love here, I love these wins of yours that you, um, you changed your diet, you're exercising, you're walking, you even work out with the trainer once a week. That's massive. Do you feel the difference in your body? Do you feel the difference in your energy level? Absolutely. Whenever I um, go and walk and I sleep better, um, exercise is really good for all aspects of your life. But yes, I do. Um, I do feel a lot better. And uh, the food that I was eating was a lot of processed food. Um, okay. When my kids were in school, you know, we it wasn't any it wasn't anything just to have uh, fixed things that are that are easy to fix, you know, instead of healthier options. And mm -hmm. um, I felt like I had a lot of inflammation in my body because of the food choices that I made. And yeah, just changing that, uh, the doctor told me that there were four things that I might want to watch. And that was carb wise. And that was um, bread, pasta, um, help me out, bread, pasta, um, um, potatoes and rice. Yeah. And okay. I said, well, okay. we had rice and potatoes, one of those things every night. So I have to really watch my carbs. And I feel like, I don't know if everybody's the same or if everybody's different on what they, what, how their body reacts to different foods, but I have to watch my carbs mainly. And I feel like that that helped my, my metabolism and my body a lot more. And I didn't have as, I kind of started losing a little bit of uh, weight on that. Oh, that's good. And I think one of the main things I heard you say is, um, first of all, it's that level of self-awareness and kind of recognizing, okay, wait a minute, we were eating a lot of processed foods. I know those cannot be good. I need to make some changes. And you you really made that change to more um, uh, whole, real foods instead of the processed foods. And then also you referenced the carbohydrates, especially those processed carbs like the breads and the pastas those are, they're so heavy. So I love that. Um, that's a strength, by the way, just that level of self-awareness mm -hmm. and not just realizing what you need to do, but then actually taking the steps to put that into place and taking action. Because I think sometimes we get stuck. We know what we need to do, but then we have a hard time implementing it. Um, so I'm so glad to hear what you're doing with regard to food. And you, you, you're very aware that the, the carbs, hey, that's not the best thing for me. I need to be careful right. about that. Right. Um, if I can ask you, when it comes to a struggle, for instance, is there one particular struggle that you want to make sure that we address today? I love to eat. Um, I okay. love food. I love any type of food. Um, of course, I guess the the kind that's not as healthy. I grew up not, I was a very picky eater. 
and I grew up not liking a lot of the healthier vegetables. So all of the vegetables that I liked were the ones that weren't as good for you as, you know, the others. But thank goodness that our taste buds change throughout the years. (laughs) And uh, now I eat broccoli and squash and zucchini and salads. I never was a salad person. So I never got a lot of my green vegetables. The only thing I really liked that was healthy was green beans. Okay. I know that's sad, but. um, Well, no, I grew up the same way. We had a lot of green beans that came out of cans. Yeah. Yeah. And so I have, I guess my struggle is um, learning how to eat healthier, have healthier options when I do eat. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you say having healthier options, um, what does that look like for your week? Are, are you are you like meal planning or kind of sketching out um, what you guys are going to eat when? What does that look like? Well, being empty nesters, I don't cook as much as I used to. So we do go out to eat and I do try to look at uh, healthier options when we go out to eat. When I'm at home, I do try to uh, cook from, not from scratch, but just healthier options like baked chicken and, and, and the healthier vegetables, you know? Yeah, Yeah. And that's, I guess I probably cook about three or four times a week and I just try to choose the right vegetables to use and that I know that it's going to be healthier for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I kind of had a thought I wanted to share with you, um, uh, if you don't mind. Uh, no. So when, uh, uh, when we're thinking about like what to choose and you referenced the fact that you were pre-diabetic and, and trying to, you know, and, uh, and avoiding carbs, something that uh, is a really powerful strategy is what I call food combining. And that is where we make sure when we're having a meal or even a snack, we are making sure that that meal or snack contains three components, protein, fiber, and fat. Because when it contains all three of those, it really kind of slows down digestion and therefore absorption. And you don't have as big, huge of an impact on your blood sugar as you would otherwise. Mm -hmm. So if we have something that is all carbohydrates and there's nothing to slow that down, then we're going to have a spike in our blood sugar. And then what goes up must come down and we feel bad as a result. But also that really messes with our metabolism and how we feel. And it, it, of course, it messes with our body working efficiently. So uh, with your meals, um, uh, what would that look like for you? What would a really good meal look like if you're keeping in mind protein, fiber, and fat? Now, when I say fiber, that means like whole, like real whole vegetables, and that can include a potato because you're getting fiber from the skin, for instance. But what are some of your favorites? What would that look like if you're food combining protein, fiber, and fat in a meal? That sounds good to you. Well, I do love baked chicken. And, you know, you can bake chicken with different seasonings. Yes. Um, And then the fiber, uh, I guess the potatoes would be one, but maybe some type of um, whole grain rice if you you do have to have rice. But um, I do, uh, let's see, in the fats, mm, I don't know. I'm not as well... um, I really don't know about the fats. So could um, you give well, me some you're getting ideas? some. 
Yeah, I, yeah, I'd love to. Thank you. Um, uh, you're getting some fat from the chicken. You're getting the protein and the fat from the chicken. But you know, anytime we cook with olive oil, anytime we cook with avocado oil, um, we're adding in some healthy fats. If okay. you had a, a really nice leafy green salad, and I, if I'm gonna have a salad, I need some good protein on there. So I put grilled chicken on mine, and then putting an avocado on there. Mm-hmm. An avocado is such an amazing healthy fat. Right. Um, from a butter standpoint, my favorite is grass-fed butter. So this means that it is butter from cows that have been fed grass mm-hmm. instead of a bunch of junky grains. Mm-hmm. Um, and so grass-fed butter is my absolute favorite. I think one of my favorite brands is Kerrygold, um, and it's just really good. So we don't have to be scared of fat. Uh, that We now know that that's a myth. Um, that we need healthy fats. The problem is that most of us are probably getting in some really nasty fats, like the trans fats. But there are healthy fats like coconut oil and um, avocado oil, olive oil, and um, and of course grass-fed butter and ghee. Uh, that's very very healthy. Um, it's good for you, and it tastes good because you said you love food, right. and there's nothing wrong with that. Right. Like, I mean, for the love, we've got to enjoy it, right? So, I mean, making sure that we enjoy these things, and I mean, I like to put some avocado oil when I'm roasting vegetables, for instance. So, have you roasted any vegetables in the oven? Yes, I've done uh, Brussels sprouts, and I do the I do my squash and my broccoli and zucchini that way. But you know, you I were talking it. about the. Um, I just had I, people need to be educated on the different types of things. I grew up with margarine. Mm-hmm. really never knowing that that was not butter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And so when you realize what all, what all things are made of, it gives you a better uh, perspective of how things are better for your body. I know that they've got the, um, also the, um, the lose it app and the my fitness pal app, you know, I've used mm-hmm. those before too. And those yeah, are really yeah. good. And so it kind of it kind of helps you see exactly what is the calories and what else in the certain things that you, the certain foods that you put in there. So that has sure. helped. Sure. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. Mm-hmm. You know, when it comes to margarine, I think you're right. And even when I was taught as a dietitian, of course, it's been uh, some years now, but uh, I was taught that margarine is a was a better choice. And at that time, that's what we thought. And now we know that is completely false. And we need to stick to that real stuff, mm-hmm. um, uh, like the butter from the grass-fed cows, uh, right. you know, uh, so much better for us. Because uh, what we're looking at, and you referenced this earlier, you kind of had this realization about processed foods. Those processed foods have chemicals and toxins and preservatives and just artificial junk in there that makes it stable to sit on a shelf. Right. So all of that, all of that toxicity really creates like sludge in our body. I don't know how it's better. Isn't that a nice word? Yeah, sludge no. <laughs> um, In our body. That's true. That's true. It is. It is. And so you making those healthy choices of, hey, I, I like grilled chicken. That sounds really, really good to me. Um, I love these vegetables. I'm roasting them. I'll have a, a big salad. Um, and now we had kind of discussed the food combining 
that makes a big difference. You know, sometimes I think we try to make this overcomplicated right. and uh, try to, you know, what what diet and what what can we call this? No, let's just keep it simple because you're busy and uh, you want to focus on your family, on your new grandson. And so you don't have time for complicated. You don't have time for difficult or unrealistic just simple is best. And so um, I love this strategy of sticking to real foods and kind of mapping out the week. Hey, what is that going to look like? Uh, and again, based on where you are too. So if you're going to your daughter's house, you know, hey, I can throw some chicken in the oven. I can uh, roast some vegetables and I'm good to go. Um, so how does that how does that sound to you um, as we kind of wrap up our little mini coaching session? And we didn't even have time to get into, you know, everything else. But <laughs> the intention was just to, to, you know, give people a glimpse of yeah. just like a little mini session. Yeah. Um, how does that how does that sound to you that sticking to real foods? And what do you think about that food combining? Do you think that's a strategy that makes sense for you? Yeah, I love that idea. Yeah, I do. Um, and, and like I said, you just have to remember what is your protein, fiber and fat and mm -hmm. combine them all together for a healthier meal. Yes. Yes. Now, do you want me to let you in on a little secret of oh, when you can of have course. dessert? Of okay. course. Yeah, because you said you love food. So, I mean, I'm assuming if you're like me, I, I have to have sweets every once in a while. <laughs> but if we can be a little bit more strategic, uh, what you want to do, if you're thinking about that whole concept of food combining, if you're going to have a sweet treat, you want to do that at the end of your meal. So that way you don't have that blood sugar spike. So for instance, if someone were to have like chocolate chip cookies in the middle of it of the afternoon and they have an empty stomach, it's going to have a more significant impact on their blood sugar. Right. So if you're going to have a sweet treat, have it like right there at the end of that meal. And that way the uh, digestion and absorption is slowed down a little bit. So does that sound a little bit more realistic? Absolutely. You can put in I, some sweet hey. treats. Anytime I can get a dessert is wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, you know what? Life is too short. And again, you know, you said you love food. And I think it's important that we don't make food, you know, good and evil and, and get all wrapped up in, in some kind of complicated plan. Um, simple and realistic is what works. So, Kim, thank you so much for joining me today. And you and I will just keep on talking, but our listeners have to go. So we're going to cut it off here. Guys, I'll remind you as we wrap up this live coaching session, if you're out there and you're like, okay, man, I need somebody in my corner. I need some help. I need some support. Go check out Inspire Healthy Harmony. Look under the coaching, ca coaching tab and I would love to support you. So have a healthy and happy day. And thank you, Kim, for joining us. Thank you for asking, Jennifer. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye-bye.